0: appreciate everyone joining us for coach Franklin's weekly press conference we'll start with an opening statement from coach and then we'll open up the questions like always appreciate you guys coming out and uh covering Penn State football really appreciate it um game captains this week we'll have uh Sean Lee which is awesome having him back we haven't had him back in a while so we're excited about that. Uh, obviously, everybody knows his background, Penn State linebacker from 2005, 2009, and then 11 years uh, in the NFL with the Dallas Cowboys, two-time All-Pro. Uh, so it's great having him back. And then uh, Brad Spider well as well. Talk about kind of quick summary of the last game. We won the turnover battle. We won the explosive play battle. We won the third down battle. We won the sack battle. We won the drive start battle. We did not win the penalty battle. Um, Players of the game on offense, uh, Drew Aller and uh, Katron Allen. On defense, Adisa Isaac and Abdul Carter. On special teams, Alex Falcons. And then D-Squad players of the week, Matt Dedish. Uh, and Ethan Black, and uh, on defense Jake Wilson and George Halavik. uh Jake has been Mr. Cons- consistent. He's been he's been phenomenal for us, um, and having a big role in getting us ready each week to 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 be able to be successful. And then on special teams, KV on Keys has won it multiple times now. Uh, some positives from the game, you know, dominant win, one and zero um turnover margin turnover margin turnover margin and respecting the football Uh, we're plus 16 in turnover margin which is number one in the country the next best uh, is plus 12 um, in the country starting fast was huge in this game that first fourth down stop not only was that a huge play in the game uh from a momentum standpoint um the first big momentum play of the game but then also the offense was able to turn that into a first drive touchdown we won the middle eight um and then our ability to make them one dimensional uh, on offense uh, negative 49 yards rushing they they actually just stopped calling runs uh, we were three for three on field goals and six for six on pat so that was great the kickoff return i think was a big play in the game Um, not only from a field position standpoint, but they had just scored, gotten a little bit of momentum, and to be able to respond right away with that play was huge. Third quarter dominance continues. Uh, We've scored 97 points in the third quarter and given up zero. And then uh, just Dom DeLuca, I think he's just a great example. Um, I've talked about him a bunch, but I think he's just a great example has come to Penn State, and every opportunity he's been given, he's maximized them. Um, Doesn't say a whole lot, but you give him a responsibility, puts his head down, and he gets to work. And he's really been able to take every opportunity that he's been given and maximize them, and when you do that, more opportunities come. Uh, He's been a great example for our team uh, with that. Uh, So... Big fan of his. Um, Getting into Michigan and and Coach Harbaugh, obviously uh, one of the most highly ranked and regarded teams in the country. Um, Talk about them on each side of the ball. Uh, Sharon Moore, their offensive coordinator, uh, has done a really good job. Um, This is his second year in this position, but first year. Uh, Without sharing the responsibilities. Um, You look at scoring offense, they're number one in the Big Ten and fifth in the country. Um, Passing attempts, yards per attempt, they're first in the Big Ten and sixth in the country. Turnover margin, they're second in the Big Ten and sixth in the country. And then third down, they're first in the Big Ten and second in the country. So really good numbers. The quarterback has been a differentiator for them um completing almost 76 percent of his balls also has the ability to make plays with his feet either running for first downs touchdowns or extending plays obviously we all, we all know about blake quorum uh roman wilson's having a huge year when it comes to explosive plays their tight end colton loveland we also have a bunch of respect for and then their offensive line has won the joe moore award for the best offensive line in college football the last two years. So, uh, a lot of respect for that unit. Jesse Minner, um, the defensive coordinator, um, has done a really good job. Uh, you look at their numbers again total defense, they're first in the Big Ten and first in the country. Rushing defense, they're third in the Big Ten and 10th in the country. Passing defense, they're first in the Big Ten and first in the country. Third down defense, they are second in the Big Ten and 13th in the country. And then scoring defense, they're first in the Big Ten and first in the country. So, you know, really good numbers. We're impressed with their nickel, um, uh, their nickel number zero, uh, Mr. Uh, uh Their linebacker, number 23, Barrett. Their linebacker, number 25, uh, Junior Colson. Their defensive end, number 17, Braden McGregor. Their defensive tackle, number 55, Mason Graham. Their defensive end, number 32, Jalen Harrell. And then their cornerback, number two, Will Johnson. Guys that we have a lot of respect for. And then uh, on special teams, their kickoff coverage unit ranks first in the Big Ten and fourth in the country. Their punt return unit ranks second in the Big Ten and ninth in the country. We got respect for their their punter and their kickoff specialist, number 19, uh, Tommy Doman. And then their punt returner number eight, Tyler Morris. Um, Tyler ranks fourth in the Big Ten. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And their kickoff uh, and 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 punter uh, ranks third in the Big Ten. So it'll be a challenge, and our guys are looking forward to it. And um, I appreciate you guys working with us and adjusting the schedule to do this on Mondays. So open up the questions. Rich Garcella and then Mike Gross, you're on deck good afternoon James how are you today hey Rich good man how are you I'm good I'm good what has changed with your run defense since the Michigan game last year why have you been so effective and what can you give me more reasons you mentioned Coram but why is their running game so successful Uh, So, so first of all, I think we've, we've been much more disciplined and consistent in gap responsibility. Um, You know, there was, there's been times where we've tried to make plays and get out of our gap and against uh, gaps and against good teams, the ball will find the open gap. Um, And I think we're a little bit bigger. I think that the size has helped us as well. We're we're, we're a little bit bigger across the, the front, specifically the D-line, uh, not to the point where it's affected our ability to move because I think that's a big part of what we do as well um, is our movements and our games. And then you know with them offensively, I just think they do a really good job of getting a hat on a hat. So a really good job of IDing the front, uh, being able to get their six most dangerous, excuse me, being able to get their six blockers on our six most dangerous defenders. Uh, and and I think Coram's got the ability to have tremendous vision um, and balance and behind the line because there's they, they, they're able to get a hat on a hat, he's patient. And then once he does decide to go, he's got the ability to burst through the hole. Um, and he even though he's an undersized guy, he's a powerful guy, and he's always falling forward and then, um you know, obviously they, they gotta change a pace back as well, um who's made some huge plays in the passing game and and is explosive in Donovan, so uh they got two really good backs, they got experienced offensive line. They've done a you know, they've done a, a good job being aggressive each year in the transfer portal on the offensive line. So um you know, they've been able to bring in experienced guys. I think the two guys they brought in, one was a captain at Stanford and one was a captain at Arizona State. Um, so they got veteran guys in that room, whether it's their own guys or guys that they've gone out and gotten. Let's go to Mike Gross and then Johnny McGonagall good afternoon James how are you hey Mike how are you I'm good thanks um the stuff that's been uh swirling around Michigan this year ha- has brought the whole idea of signal stealing and signal protecting sort of into our consciousness and into the public consciousness but obviously it's something that you're always aware of so the question is uh have you had to spend more time about that on that and deal with that more this year than other years and this week more than other weeks, because you're playing Michigan. Yeah, I, I, I know these questions are going to come this week. Um, I'm going to focus on the things that, that, that we can control. Um, we always have to have a a plan and I think I've already kind of covered this and talked about this in terms of, of what we do. Uh, and how we communicate to our players and how we communicate to our team during games. Uh, but, uh, but I'm gonna leave it at that because less is more. Let's go to Johnny McGonigal and then Mark Rich. Hey James, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good, good. Hey, you mentioned JJ uh, McCarthy uh, being a differentiator. You know, from what you've seen on film so far this season, how is he a different player and quarterback, if at all, uh, from the guy that you guys faced last year in Ann Arbor? Yeah, I think he's just a more experienced player. He's always been able to make plays with his feet. Um, but he's just improved, kind of well-rounded. You know, he's throwing for a higher completion percentage. He's doing a great job of protecting the football. Um wow. He can extend the extend the play and make big-time throws. I think the biggest thing uh, with them is they really have not been challenged. Um, they've had really good game control on offense and defense. They're usually ahead on the scoreboard for the most part, and they're usually ahead of the sticks on offense and defense. Um, And when you're able to do that, then you're putting your quarterback or your guys uh, in a very advantageous position as well. So, um, you know, that game control will be be an important part of this of this game. Uh, And hopefully here at home. Just like we had to go on the road. Uh, and play in some tough environments. You know, hopefully this is even more of a of a challenging environment here. Um, you know, I, I just got off doing a doing a quick call, and I, somebody asked me about the 12 o'clock game compared to the seven o'clock game, and and I actually think sometimes the seven o'clock games. Uh, the whiteouts and things like that—they can be a little sleepy. It's late at night, guys. You're tired. The 12 o'clock game, I think, is going to be a much better uh, environment because between the coffee, um, Dunkin' Donuts coffee, and then between the sugar from the donuts, our our fans will be ready to go. We'll be in that stadium early because we're a we're a morning group anyway. So it's gonna be it's gonna be ideal, but I but I hope um that the environment will also be something that's gonna be difficult uh and cause some challenges because when you can get penalties and get people behind the sticks, they have not had to play that way a whole lot this this year. So that'll be a big part in the game. Let's go to Mark Rich, and then Frank Bodani. You're on deck. Hi James, how are you? good how are you good thanks um what impact did chop have off the field at maryland and could he return saturday well first of all i think it's it's very telling right uh when we talk about our depth that we have two of our better defensive ends out of that game um in chop and amin and then specifically chop maybe maybe our most explosive defensive player Um, having him out of that game and still be able to play the way we played. So um, the opportunity and the possibility to have both of those guys back this week will be significant. Um, I thought being able to travel him uh, was big, not only from a rehab standpoint to get him with our trainers and doctors, uh, but also from a morale standpoint. You know, um, that was something we talked about in the locker room um, of not just finding a way to get a win and playing well, but also playing for chop with with his inability to play last week. Uh, So we're hopeful to have both of those guys back. Let's go to Frank Bodani and then Corey Geiger.
1: Hi, James. Good afternoon to you. Hey, Frank. How are you?
0: Good. I was, hey, so, good. I was waiting to see um, your face. I, there you are. I, I'm, I lost you. You're breaking up. I know up. you
1: embrace your running back. Can you hear me?
0: Yeah, it's better now. Now you're just pausing because I'm talking at the can same time me? as you are because it's a delay.
1: This is this is, this is is tough today, but I hope you can get me here.
0: You're not. Your I know, I know you embrace
1: your running back confidence.
0: You're not in your normal room and place.
1: I'm not. I'm in the office, which is causing some issues. But we're going to get through it. I know. Great
0: Wi-Fi at I that know, office.
1: I know you embrace your running back. It's terrible. It's terrible. Uh, that's a story for another day. I'll shut um, up. So I know you embrace your. <laughs> I know you. I know you embrace your running back combination is there a way that this can look where you will go with a lead guy at this point in the season what would that look like and is katron close to possibly getting that status
0: yeah i think you know we, we did this last year and it was pretty successful and we're doing it this year and it's been pretty successful and we've talked a ton about the running backs and having um, a way to keep those guys fresh for the fourth quarter, but also for the length of their careers, not only at at Penn State, but afterwards as well. So we feel very comfortable with the model and the plan and, and how we're using it. Last question from Zoom, Corey Geiger.
1: Hi, James. Hey, Corey. You have faced challenges this year, both at Ohio State and in some other closer games, how much do you think the fact that your team has been challenged in some games has helped prepare you for this kind of opponent?
0: Yeah, I, I think it, it definitely helps. I think, um, you know, whether it's being on the road or, or being at home or, uh, from a scheduling perspective who we've played, uh, out of conference, um, you know, all those things are decisions that you make and, and strategy um, that prepare you for for games like this. Um, so, yeah, I think it's it's been helpful. I think it's been beneficial. Um, you yeah, know, there's been some games where, you know, I've, I've watched them. There's been some games, not just the cut-ups. There's been some games where, you know, they've, you know, maybe started out a little slow or were down um, early on, but they've been able to wear people down over the last couple of years. Um, and even if even if, you know, they gave up an early score or something like that, they've been able to wear people down and and uh, be able to get a significant dominant win. So um, I think it's helpful Um But at the end of the day, you know, we're going to have two of the best, if not the the best defenses uh, in college football in that stadium. Very similar to what what we faced uh, when we went on the road a little bit earlier in the year. So it'll be a it'll be a interesting game. It'll be a challenging game uh, for both sides. And I think, you know, very similar to to our last game. um, I think it could come down to a one possession game. Please raise your hand and we'll take a mic to you. We'll start with Mike uh, Mark over here on the right. Hey, James, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm doing great. Uh, you talked about gap accountability in that game uh, last year against uh, Michigan. How are you guys set up personnel-wise in terms of depth, uh, size, those sorts of things on the defensive line and that linebacker maybe that that's different than uh, last year at, when you were playing these guys? yeah i think again i think we're bigger up front i think we have more depth um i think sometimes again they do a great job of getting a hat on the hat and the backs being patient so sometimes you feel like you've been in your gap long enough and now you want to go make a play on the ball and their backs have been patient enough and their line and tight ends uh, I've done a good job of of uh, you know getting a hat on a hat and being inside out and prying a crease and you know quorum's shown that he don't he doesn't need a whole lot of space. He doesn't need a whole lot of room uh to get the job done. So um I think you know, I think we're better positioned for that. Uh, I think we're we're bigger, more experienced at linebacker. Last year, you know, we were you know pretty inexperienced at, at linebacker. Um so I think the combination of our our front four, uh, and and our experience and and depth at linebacker uh, gives us the best chance uh, to continue to play great run defense, which is going to be very important in this game. On the right, John. Hey James, how are you? Good, John. How are you? Doing good. Uh, after this past week, seeing what wide receivers did specifically, Dante Cephas, do you feel like they've taken a step forward where they can play at a high level against defense like Michigan? Yeah, obviously, you know, Dante having a huge game last weekend was big for us. You know, Keandre had a good game as well. The tight ends did some really good things. We just gotta continue building on that. Uh, we have to we have to continue building on that, not only this week, but then also on Saturday. Uh we need some other guys to step up as well. We need Keandre to take the next step. We need Dante to take the next step. We need tight ends to take the next step. Um because we're going to have to make some plays, you know, in, in the passing game. I don't think there's any doubt about it. Um, we're going to have to be as balanced as we possibly can with the run and pass. Uh, stay on schedule, but there's going to be times and opportunities where we're going to have to take our shots, um, which I know you guys will be happy about, and um, and go from there. Back left, Andrew. Hey, Chris. Andrew. I uh, I want to circle back to a question I poorly
1: asked on Saturday. Drew had probably or maybe his best game of the season. Uh, he was also at his loosest during that game and after that game. Do you think the looseness came from a result of performance or the performance came from a result of of him being loose and and being feeling better about himself?
0: what is your looseness he was, metric gauge so alex he was
1: smiling if you look back through photos he was smiling from ear to ear for all 60 minutes he just seemed like a happier looser guy when we saw him on the sidelines and is that is that response of how he played or do you think that contributed to his performance
0: yes My wife gets mad when I, I I do that too. She asks me two questions and I say yes because I think it's both of them. Yeah, I think I think obviously the more you play, the more comfortable you get, and the more confident you get, and the more relaxed you can be. Um, I do think, you know, um being loose, being relaxed um at every position, I think is is important. That comes with preparation and confidence um and then i obviously how we played helps with that as well but um yeah you know besides that i I don't know if i have a whole lot more for you but i think it's i think it's both right on the right tyler james your final quarter of the season you've got seven offensive linemen engaged by design right now jb's back and and caden was obviously able to get back is this setting up for the final stretch essentially ideal for your offensive line and the availability and experience that you've accrued there and how do you think that they can finish out this season based on what you've seen lately yeah i I do think that helps and and this is kind of your question but going a little bit different direction as well I think we've also done a good job of managing the roster um in terms of there's gonna there's some guys that um not sure how much they would have played um in enough games throughout the season that burning their red shirt would have made sense so we've done a pretty good job of managing it now that here at the end of the season we should be able to play even more guys specifically at the home games because we don't have the issue with how many guys you're traveling so there's some offensive linemen like Donka and Javen that I could see playing um you know more um as this season finishes up starting starting this weekend uh, and that's at other positions as well on linebacker. Kevon on keys was all over me on Sunday after practice about wanting to get on the field, wanting to get on the field, um, whether that's on defense or on special teams. And, and the reality is I think a lot of those guys could have and, and would have played this year, but I'm always struggling with, do they get enough reps that it makes sense? That was my concerns with, with Jamel Lyons. Um, You know, we ended up deciding to move forward with Jameel, but I want to make sure at the end of the year when we look back at the reps that it was enough reps that I feel good about it. Dion feels good about it and Jameel and his family feel good about it um because there will be value for that moving forward. and then and then with the offensive line um specifically to your question, yeah, I think Shelton's gotten a ton of reps um I think Venga's gotten a ton of reps. Which has helped, I think, keep both of our tackles uh, fresh and and healthy for most of the year. Uh, the easy thing would have been to say we're just going to leave Olu on the field, but getting Shelton over to left tackle, which is where he's most comfortable, I think, has also helped Olu. Um, same thing with Vanga; Vanga being able to get reps at both guards on both sides of the ball, which again isn't always to do, isn't always easy for for guys. To do that, to be able to go to both sides and and get in different stances and have different opposite footwork. Um, So, yeah, I think that's that's been valuable. And again, hopefully with these with these other guys, um, you know, getting some reps as well, that 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 may help us even more moving forward. Way in the back, T Frank, T Frank. Hey, James, I'm going to ask you about your defensive tackle size again. Just kidding. Sorry clearly didn't read the room um <laughs> for Good linebackers
1: it seems over the last couple of weeks from a run perspective have taken things to a level with kobe and abdul specifically just wanted to get your
0: opinion on their growth and their awareness of the things going on around them yeah i thought abdul you know played his his best game uh was flying all over the field was playing kind of within the within the um structure of the defense uh made a ton of plays but you more that you felt his presence on the field um curtis you know um i think is playing at a really high level is consistent he's the guy that you know again you look up on the statute at the end of the game and he's got he's got 11 tackles and a tackle for loss um Kobe's, you know, been steady Eddie all year long. I thought, I thought didn't played well last week. Obviously Rojas playing well. So that goes back to the depth that we're talking about. Dom DeLuca, as you guys know, is the man. I've said that kind of over and over and talked about all the the reasons why. Excuse me. Um, And then, and then we were, you know, also able to get um, Keon Wiley in the game and and kieran did some did some good things so that that's that's important for us moving forward as well um and again to your point that that's going to be important this week because it's not going to be just the D d-line that's challenged by this o-line tight end and running back group it's going to be that front seven uh and their totality up ben how's it going hey ben i'm going to ask ask you an optics question which i realize has been grinding your gears recently so i'm doing it as delicately as possible, but for the most part, the question in these games has never been competitiveness, Um, but when you take off your coaching hat and put on the trying to get people to buy into where you're at and where you want to go hat, um, do you think there's a big picture need to show people a more complete game offensively in juxtaposition to how it went against Ohio State against a similar defense on a similar platform in a similar sort of game? Yes. Yeah. Um yeah, I think that's that that's a fair question. But again, you're playing the number one, the number two, the number three defense in the country, and they're ranked that for a reason. You know, they're 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 ranked at for a reason. So, um, but yeah, to your point, yes. Yes. There's 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 no doubt about it. Um but again, the, the, the rankings are there for a reason and for the same reason why people struggle against our defense. Um, but yes, there, there's no doubt about it uh, that in, in these types of games, we have to show that we can manufacture yards and points um, against whoever we're playing. Um, but I think there's there's a way to do that. And I also think... Um, as a coaching staff we have to be we got to be patient and we got to capitalize when those moments come because there's about four to six moments or plays a game uh in these types of games that you got to capitalize on them and and we need to capitalize so um yeah, fair question and and I hope I answered it Neil James, your uh, flashlights on just so you know that happens a lot with you <laughs> sorry that's one for you No, no it's not this isn't this isn't a battle i'm just telling you your flashlight's on i don't want your battery to go dead thank you <laughs> um uh last year uh maybe not the final score but you guys were you know pretty in the game maybe uh, like you said we six plays away how much can you take away from that in in building Uh, some confidence uh, for this year? Yeah, I I think that kind of goes back to what I was saying a little bit to Ben's question is um, that's where I think we're going to have to be patient. I mean, could this game turn out to be, um, you know, a game where there's multiple touchdowns scored on on both sides and it comes down to a one possession game and, and more of a shootout? Yes. Um, is it more likely to come down to a low-scoring game and and a battle and and a and a one-possession game and four-minute, two-minute type situations at the end? That's probably most likely. Um, so, for 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 us, we got to make sure that we don't lose patience. Um, there's going to be times where uh, punting you know, maybe the best option. And, um, you know, we just, we got to manage this game and when the opportunities present themselves, we got, we got to take advantage of it. So, um, I think patience is going to be critical. I look at the Iowa game. I think that was one of the most important things that we did. We came in at halftime and I said, don't, don't get impatient. Don't keep doing what we're doing. Um, Against a really good football team and a really good defense, one of the best defenses in college football, and has been for a long time. Don't don't lose your patience. And I think sometimes, as an offense or as an offensive play caller, um, you can do that. You know, you can do that. There's also there's been a lot of reporting on the status of Jim Harbaugh. I just wondered, you know, how how much you guys are following that, and whether you have any expectation uh on his status for this week your flashlight's still on will somebody help him with the flashlight no um i was gonna try to use that to didn't work um i'm focused on all the stuff i see on film that's that's what we're focused on is all the stuff that we see on film their players their scheme um all the stuff when I say see on film what we see on the the coach's copy of the film the stuff that's going on between the sidelines the the fifty three and a third that's that's what we're focused on. We got time for two more, Audrey, and then John. Should I turn the splashlight off or something? Please help him. Somebody. <laughs> um, last year, out of the game, you said you called it Big Boy Ball and said you know in the trenches that you guys kind of needed to be prepared. How do you feel like? that mentality or or that adjustment uh has kind of transpired because i do think some of that is a mindset right in both of the trenches that you're going to be physical because in some of these types of games that seems to be a bit of a differentiator yeah i think so for sure um you know it's funny is i think people would describe big 10 football like that historically i think that's changed it's interesting sometimes with recruits and recruits parents and talking to people the big 10 has changed offensively dramatically you know compared to how it used to be but i still think this is a league that plays defense on a consistent basis as good as as anybody you know i remember hiring mike from the big 12 um you know, obviously he's got had big Ten experience, but but hiring him from the big twelve and what that conference was like defensively and the styles of defense differently than the styles of defense in the in the big Ten. Um, yeah, I think it's 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 up front. I mean, I think if you look statistically, You know, and if you're using maybe the NFL as a benchmark, I think the Big Ten had more offensive linemen uh, drafted than any other league. Um, So I think when you kind of take all those things into account, um, historical, um, how good both of our defenses are playing, uh, the fronts, um being able to commit and establish the run um yeah, I think last week was a good example, right um I'm not saying you can't win just throwing the ball, but it it makes it harder to win if you don't run the ball effectively. so um so it's going to be. It's going to be a big, big game. I don't think there's there's any doubt about that. With with both front sevens, whether you talk about the offensive line, tight ends, and running backs, whether it's the defensive line and linebackers, um, and then everybody's trying to find a right way to get an extra man into the box, you know, um, to stop runs or or to create pressure. Um, so it'll be it'll be an interesting chess match, you know, for four quarters. Uh, it's going to be a, a physical game. Um, your flashlight is back on again. <laughs> yeah, no big, no big deal. Just, just information. Um, but yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a physical. It's going to be a physical game up front. I don't think there's any doubt about that. You got, you, you turned it off, and then I think it came back on.
1: <laughs> that drink <well. laughs>
0: last question on the left john. john james how you doing good how are you good hey along those lines your offense has scored a number of touchdowns this season like Ka-trons on saturday where drew Bo, are running back they'll get to about the five yard line get hit appear to be wrapped up and they just keep moving and then the offensive line and really the entire offense will push them across the goal line that attitude and that mentality of playing to the whistle do you believe that says something about your offense that perhaps doesn't show up in the numbers and if so what? Yeah, I think that's that's really important, right? To to finish blocks uh, with a with a physical nasty demeanor, to fin- finish runs with a physical nasty demeanor, and to finish plays with a physical nasty demeanor. Um, you know, if you look, you you should be doing that all the time because the rule changes. the The officials don't want to blow the whistle because they're afraid they're going to blow the whistle early and and the ball may have came out. Um, so they don't want to blow the whistle early, but then that also puts you in a bind. I get frustrated then when they'll throw a flag on somebody before the whistle would blow. I'm like, well, how is the defense or the offense supposed to know that? You can't have it both ways. Um, but but to me, uh, on offense, we want to finish plays like that Uh, on defense we want to finish plays how do you show your value to the defense how do you show your value to the offense when the whistle blows and you freeze the camera are all 11 or at least nine of the 11 guys um in the picture frame around the ball in that tight copy um So running with the ball and finishing plays is is really important, and it can it can solve a lot of issues and problems for you, uh, in really in in all three phases. Thank you very much, Coach. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.